there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachum Matt with the Las Vegas Kolel. The War of 1812, like all wars, was awful. More than 2,000 servicemen would die. More than 5,000 would be injured. And more than 15,000 would die secondarily from disease and malnutrition. It was a disastrous war. Not only that, but it also injured America's national pride. Washington, D.C., you might recall, was burned by the British in the War of 1812. It was a disaster and a catastrophe. My guess is that you probably don't even know why the United States went to war against Great Britain in the War of 1812. What was the war even about? And if you happen to know the answer, my guess is that people around you, your friends, your family, they probably don't know why the United States went to war. Such a costly war in terms of lives, in terms of resources. What was it all about? And why is it that most people today don't even know what the War of 1812 was all about? We read in the story of Genesis, we read the story of Jacob and Esau, Yaakov, who's a righteous, pious man, and his evil twin brother, Esau. And they were estranged for many, many years, and eventually they would meet up. And Jacob was told that Esau wanted to kill him and his entire family. Jacob was terrified. The day arrived, Jacob and his entire family in his camp, they arrived in order to approach the camp of Esau. Esau was armed to the teeth. He was going to kill Jacob, 400 armed bandits along with him. Ramban points out that if you read the verses carefully, Jacob prepares for this encounter in three ways. First, he prays to God and asks God for protection and salvation. Secondly, he prepares for a military encounter. He divides his, his family. He prepares militarily for a real fight. And number three, Ramban points out, if you read the verses carefully, Jacob tries to assuage Esau. He sends him gifts. He sends him presents, as if to say, Esau, you're right. I was wrong. After all of these years, I apologize. I feel terrible for the fact that we've grown apart, but let bygones be bygones. It was my fault. I apologize. And indeed, if you look at the end of the story, when Esau finally encounters Jacob, and Jacob is terrified. What's going to happen to him and his family? Eventually, if you read the verse carefully, Esau goes ahead and he forgives Jacob for all of their problems. And Rabbi Svarno points out, indeed, what was it that causes Esau to reconcile with Jacob and not decide to inflict any harm? So Rabbi Svarno points out, he says, it's Bahachna also. It's when Esau sees that Jacob was humble, that Jacob went ahead and kind of found an accommodation, that Jacob was willing to go ahead and say, you were right, I was wrong. The fact that Jacob was going ahead and went ahead and found that accommodation and was willing to humble himself with those gifts by paying tribute, by seeking that accommodation, that's what saved the day. Ace of sympathy and his love for Jacob, that wins out and he decides not to cause any harm. Ramban points out that this whole episode, this whole encounter between Jacob and Esau is really a lesson for all of us. Whenever we, have to find, we find ourselves in a situation of conflict, whenever we find ourselves in a situation of harm, we have to prepare ourselves in three, three separate ways. We've got to pray. We've got to look for a potentially a military way out. If we have to fight, sometimes you have to fight. But thirdly, as Ramban points out, sometimes we have to look for a way out of the situation. We have to try to settle our disputes. We have to tr sometimes try to find a way, even as Rabbi Sparno points out, 
Sometimes it might be a little humbling, but we have to sometimes find a way to, to settle our arguments, even if it means giving in. Even though we might be right and the other party might be wrong, it behooves us. Sometimes the best thing to do is seek an accommodation. This often runs contrary to our, national, our natural reactions. Often we want to stand up for what's right. We want to stand for what's principled. I'm right, he's wrong, and I'm going to show him. Sparno and Ramban are teaching us. They're telling us that's not always the right approach. If we're looking to be successful in life, Sometimes we have to make a decision. Do we want to stand on principle or do we want to go ahead and seek an accommodation? I'll give you an example. Oftentimes, a person might find themselves litigating in a lawsuit against someone. The good flashy attorney might say, we're going to sue them and we're going to win and we're going to take it to trial and we're going to, you know, we're going to win and we're going to defeat the other party. And that, that lawyer, that attorney, might sound convincing, and he might rile us up. Yeah, you know what? I was aggrieved, and the other person was wrong, and my attorney is riling me up. That attorney might be more flamboyant, but he might not necessarily be the wisest attorney. A wise attorney might go ahead and say, look, you might be right, but knowing the details of this case, you're probably better off settling. Come up with some accommodation, even though it means giving in, even though it means not standing up for what you believe. In many situations, that's the right thing to do, and that's the wisest thing to do. The War of 1812 was really fought over a bunch of nothingness. It was a matter of national pride. You see, in the early 1800s, many British sailors had abandoned their British fleets and their British boats and had, had joined Americans' merchant marine. They, had joined, they joined American shipping and they worked as sailors among private ships that, the American, that Americans owned. When the Napoleonic Wars broke out and Great Britain really need every one of their sailors, the law was if you were of age, you were drafted into the Great Britain's navy. And Great Britain had this bad habit. When they came across an American ship that they suspected had previous Great Britain citizens on that ship working for the American Merchant Marine, technically they were British citizens and needed to go back to Great Britain and to serve in the Navy. And they started doing what was called impressment. They would board these American ships, grab these former British subjects, and impress them and force them to join their Navy. Americans felt that this was, this was a breach of national sovereignty. Great Britain was just boarding our ships and taking people who had given up their British citizenship and decided functionally and practically they just wanted to be American citizens. And they felt that, and many Americans felt this was humiliating. Great Britain was just taking American citizens and forcing them in to the Great Britain's Navy. And they felt this was an affront, this was inappropriate. And indeed, they probably were right. This was not appropriate. Great Britain and, and the United States should have figured out a way to resolve this impressment crisis. They should have figured out a way to go ahead and seek some kind of accommodation. But many of the hotheads in the United States of America felt this was an affront to our pride, this was an affront to our national dignity, and they declared war. At the end of the war, nothing really changed. The Treaty of Ghent, which eventually was the peace treaty to the, to the war, Essentially, the war ended exactly where it was started. Nothing was gained. No real tangible benefits really went to either side. The whole thing essentially was a waste. Really, had the United States been smart, they probably could have seek, sought at 
sought after some form of accommodation with Great Britain. But instead, they decided we're going to fight. I think that's why most people today don't even know what the War of 1812 was, even all about. There was no matter of great national security interest. We weren't threatened you know, militarily by any great power. Rather, it was just a matter of pride, which is important. But sometimes when we stand on principle and all we're interested is in is preserving our pride, we end up making foolish decisions. And that, I believe, is what happened in the War of 1812. Had the United States gone ahead and tried to seek some kind of accommodation, some type of understanding, even if it would have meant to some degree swallowing our national pride and being a little bit humble and having a little bit of humility, it would have saved countless lives. All of us find ourselves in moments of conflict, moments of disagreement. We have to ask ourselves, do we want to go ahead and stand on principle and be right? Sometimes the right thing to do is to seek an accommodation, be a little bit humble, have a little bit of humility, find some accommodation, just like Jacob did with Aesop. It may just go ahead and save us a lot of time, resources, money, and perhaps even our lives.